please. From the smallest room in New York no, City. No, no, no. no, 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 no now we got to stop. Comes a show that gives you a reason to live. In the Boogie D, a motorist DOA after a stabbing by an EDP. 35-year-old Nathaniel Rivers and Rivers' missus in Rivers' car when approached by a man emotionally disturbed. Police say 19-year-old psycho Franklin Mesa schizoid attacked the victim Rivers while Rivers was sitting with Rivers' wife inside his car. Thursday afternoon in Fordham, uh, on Fordham Road in East 205th Street, Rivers' family says once attacked inside his vehicle, Rivers got out of the car to try to get help. There was a struggle, and he got stabbed in the chest. He got taken away from his family. He left his little girls. He left his son. He left his little brother. But it's just like he was literally ripped from us. That's Aisha Shaw, a Rivers' stepdaughter. Joining me now, Anthony Zenhauser. What's up? Hey, what's up, buddy? I don't know, I'm trying to figure out like how he got attacked inside his car and then needed to get out of the car to get help. He lived in a van down by the river. Oh, yeah, he is rivers. He is rivers. He rivers by the. I don't think I'm that's rivers I, in the van. <laughs> <laughs> Fat guy in a little coat. Yeah. He. It doesn't make any sense though, do we? I mean, like with you in a convertible. I don't mean that. That's the only way it makes oh, any sense. Oh, what's that? Those windows were open. He had his windows open, and somebody stabbed him in his window. Maybe it was at. You know, it could have been like a drive-through situation. Well, he didn't get stabbed until he by. got until he got out. You know, so oh, yeah. well, uh, he, I'm trying to discredit the victim here a little bit because I think that the the story they're telling is incomplete, and I just don't like bullshit storytelling. There's been a lot of victim blaming lately. Is a lot of victim blaming. <laughs> Not enough for me. I could like a little more victim blaming sometimes. Sometimes it's the victim's fucking fault, and I think this is one of those situations. Oh no! Look at the guy. I know he's popular in his neighborhood. I don't want anybody up in in the Bronx to get mad about well, he's this. He's got his own van. Hey, look, that that'll that'll get you a lot. Yeah. But look, he gets out of the car to get help. Okay. Mm-hmm. Does a guy get out of the car to go get help when there's an EDP attacking his car, mm-hmm. him and his car, with his wife in the car and his child, and his child? Mm-hmm. Does he get out of the car to go get help? I don't think so. I think I think you you drive away is the best move. But yeah. he doesn't get out to get help. He gets out to whip this guy's ass. Right. He gets out because he he runs towards danger. Yeah. Some people just run towards danger. Uh-huh. Most people run away from it. And yeah. this guy had just like decided, hey, this will be a good story to tell my kid. This is unnecessary. Let me do it. Yeah. I mean, like, if you can just drive away from the situation, you should. I think that's the the lesson because you don't know this guy may have a knife, and he did. But when he says he he he, he gets out of the car to go get help, and then there's a struggle, you know, you got out to fucking. Kick this guy's ass. I mean, if they're if they were going to be uh, real about it and say that, I would have no problem with the story. I'd say that's fantastic. But I mean, to me, when they try to whitewash it this way, it's a little annoying. Which is funny because I don't think any white people were involved. It needs a good whitewashing, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, this isn't the first time this guy has been in trouble, and so that's a little bit of evidence in favor. Now, I don't doubt that he attacked him for no reason. That's not the part that I disagree with. I'm sure. That's an easy thing to understand. Yeah, that happens. Unprovoked attacks are nothing new. But inside the car, I don't know how he attacked him to the point where he had to go get help. I also don't understand how he, uh, you know, how, how... you know, going out, getting out. To, I'm going to run to the precinct. Right. Who, who are you going to get help from? Right. A, a beat cop with a swirl in his nightstick around? Yeah. Like, oh, say, Sergeant O'Leary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's all the trouble now? Oh, oh, Sergeant O'Malley, uh, Officer uh, Downey. I see a Puerto Rican is coming at you. Oh, well, I'll just, we'll rough him up real good for you. We'll give him a Donnybrooken. 
Yeah, yeah. So I don't, I don't believe that. I don't know what's up with this. Look, it does, is there anything more annoying than this? No, not at all. Uh, so but that's uh, what that's where we're invested. This guy Diaz, uh, mm-hmm. this this young guy. Now he's only nineteen. Already crazy. Already in trouble a lot. Uh, or actually, Mesa <laughs> is the one. I guess Diaz is fine. Uh, uh, I'm sure they're both not. I'm sure they're both a little bunch crazy. Well, let me just see one second now. Uh, this okay. So Mesa is the bad dude. Okay. So now, now Mesa has been arraigned for this, uh, you know, killing or whatever. Uh, he's uh, well, he's being held on five thousand, five hundred thousand dollars cash, nice, or one point five million dollars bond. All it took was a shrug from a stranger to send accused killer Franklin Mesa over the edge. So this guy has gone off before because somebody shrugged at him. What's <laughs> <laughs> up? Drive-by shrugging. He's known by, <laughs> he's known to be the neighborhood menace, uh, and uh, Mesa the menace was arraigned uh, on that murder charge, like I said on Saturday, and and now this uh, allegedly punched an unsuspecting Brian Diaz, who was arrested for the for assault and quickly released. So he was arrested before quickly released. I think he got out the next day. Says Diaz, now twenty. He's aged a year. Well, that's good to know. You get out the next day pretty early if you punch somebody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For no reason yeah, at all. Yeah. I was really, uh, I was really mad with the whole situation uh, when he got arrested. The cops sort of shrugged at me when I asked what else could be done. This is a different. This isn't the shrugging no, attack. No, no, no. This is a, the shrugging attack is later. Uh, they were like, uh, you can't really do much because the system protects him because he has he has a mental illness. No. That's what I need to do is get a mental illness. And I was like, thanks. This it says here, I was really angry because if he could do this to me, he could do this to someone else or try to kill them. Let's look at the story here because then we get to see a picture of Mesa here. You sh- uh, this you- guy. It, it, it's very much like a fucking Trayvon situation, I think, as far as the picture they choose. Because uh, Yeah, he's, uh, he looks like he just read a book. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah he, he looks like he hasn't even fingered a girl for the first time. <laughs> he's, uh, he's That's his church photo. Yeah. I mean, here it is. Oh, like, yeah. Prom night. This is the guy. Look at him. Oh, what a sweetheart. Jeez, how could this guy hurt anybody? Nice, clean-shaven baby. Look, he looks like he's a little child. And they want to go with the full-size photos, so you have to, like, scroll down. Well, now, he has now, horrible taste in girlfriends. He surely, he's, this woman is very unattractive. I mean, she's... <laughs> you ever seen a woman less less attractive than this? <laughs> can't make heads or tails of her. No, you can't even make out her features. She is so weird-looking, the squares. And yeah. sort of, but, you know, you can tell from her hand she's eight. And uh, this is, <laughs> yeah. I believe that's an older photo. Uh, so, uh, okay, so this is a different one. Uh, this guy Calderon is walking down the street, you know. And, uh, you know, G- Gabriella Calderon, Diaz and his mother, Gabriella Calderon, were walking home. Oh, I guess this is the one from his aunt's house last year when they passed Mesa on the street. He's walking with Calderon. Mesa, uh, uh, Diaz is. It's confusing. Mesa's the bad one. He said hi to Calderon since neither one knew Mesa. Diaz said he shrugged at him in confusion. Diaz and Calderon kept walking. Mesa then sucker punched Diaz, attacking him from behind, the victim recalled. Well, that's what usually what a sucker punch is. That's right. And uh, he sucker punched Diaz, and the, vi- uh, the victim recalled. <clears throat> the two started brawling on the sidewalk, with Diaz managing to deliver a blow to Mesa with his umbrella, like a gentleman. And Mesa then went inside his building to call for his relatives. So he's got a bunch of schizophrenic fucking brothers and sisters, I guess, who are going to come out and cut off this person's head. <laughs> he, let, he escaped the assault with just a bloody nose, but furious with the police response. 
Oh yeah, not being. I mean, you know, no, nothing makes you angrier than being punched in the face. Yeah, uh, apparently it, it could be a life-changing experience for all concerned. That's true. Franklin Mesa's grandmother, Ramona Santos, defended her grandson. She claimed he was visiting his mother and siblings on 180th Street when the stabbing occurred. She's saying he wasn't even there. Well, think the body's there, motherfucker. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, <laughs> that's, that's a weird thing to claim. Did you bring your visit your mom knife? It's important to bring the right knife to the right occasion. I mean, I get it. You know, a guy, you're on the street, a guy looks at you the wrong way, he winks at you, he shrugs at you. You know, trouble's a miss. The guy's got his whole family in there, but you know what? You can't wait. You can't this, wait till he's all alone. This gets to be a confusing mess, doesn't it? Like, of, of ways that this guy has become offended. I can see why. He says hi to this guy's mother, you know, and she just is like, huh? And, they just, and he's like, I don't know who that was. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's time for you to get punched, motherfucker. You don't know that you're going to learn who Mesa is. He's the neighborhood menace. You <laughs> ought to know him. <laughs> if he's a neighborhood menace, you should know him. You don't know, say, you don't know Mesa, the mother helloer? Huh? Mm-hmm. The That's mother helloer says hello to mothers. <laughs> says hello to mothers. Mother causes all kinds of crime. Uh, say hi to your mom for me. <laughs> you know, you know how, it's the way he said it. It Never wasn't mind, the way he I'll did. do it. Yeah. <laughs> She goes, when he came home that night, he didn't have any blood or bruises on him or anything. He told the Post to a translator Saturday. He just came home, watched some TV, and went to sleep. See, he just came home and acted like nothing happened after he stabbed this dude. The knife was left at the scene. Angry downstairs neighbor heckled Mace's grandmother when she spoke with the Post. Your boy should, be f- your boy should fucking burn in hell. Yeah, <laughs> tough crowd. He killed my friend. <laughs> It's a real heckle. You ever get a heckle like that on stage? <laughs> Your boy should fucking burn in hell. <laughs> you killed my friend. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel that? Yeah. Well, so I, I'm, I'm sure it was in self-defense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to just, you know, you got to throw it back at him, you know. You got to be like, oh, every time I, uh, you know, every time I fuck her, uh, she makes me a sandwich. I don't uh, know if that's the right heckle response, yeah. but it works sometimes. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Get something like that in there, it'll definitely get a laugh, mm-hmm. provided they don't believe the guy's accusation. Santos and Mesa have been seeing a doctor. Said Mesa, the, this is the grandma. Grandma Santos said, <clears throat> I used to be good at this, had been seeing a doctor to treat his schizophrenia for the past seven years and takes multiple prescriptions every day. She said the uh, she gave the post a list of the daily medications he was supposed to take, including the antipsychotic clozapine, which is used to treat schizophrenia. The other medicines were laxatives, probiotics, <laughs> and iron. And he oh, was. But you were making a joke. No. <laughs> <laughs> just all laxatives, and that's the best thing about the, the stories. Sometimes you just don't have to write punchlines, and then he has an inhaler there for lung issues. So schizophrenic and fucking stopped up, backed right. up from schizophrenia. Well, are you suffering from schizophrenia? It sounded like he took everything except his antipsychotic medicine that day. He didn't shit himself, so he, yeah, he he might not have taken the laxatives. He was breathing okay, so he took his inhaler. Yeah, he's, he was able he, to stab without getting winded. He's, he got he's, home. he's a healthy guy with his probiotic, probiotics and iron. This is the dead guy oh, no. from the previous, uh, fr- you know, like the guy who, yeah, he's wearing a Carhartt, just mm-hmm. like a trucker. Well, I loved him in The Counting Crows. Oh, yeah. Mr. Jones <laughs> and me. Mr. Jones stabbed me. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mesa stabbed We all want to get stabbed by our cars, but... <laughs> <laughs> Step by our <laughs> Mr. Rivers, what happened? 
Yeah. What happened, Mr. River? Describing a Mesa as disabled and noting he was not in school. That's according to... Uh, uh, well, see, Mesa lives with his grandmother and aunt, according to the defense attorney, Michael Rooney. It described Mesa as disabled and, and uh, noting he's not in school. So he's not in school. He's disabled. He can't even go to school. You think he could stab somebody? Disabled people can't stab. <laughs> he can't stab people. How is that supposed Ill? to help the case? Look, he's out of his mind. Yeah. <laughs> Disab- and disabled is misleading, by the way. Disabled does not necessarily mean physically disabled. It means that you're you're off your cracker. Yeah. It means you have this, like, want to cut off your mother's head disease. Right. Now, a lot of times they do that. Yeah. Schizophrenics, anytime you hear about somebody cutting their mother's head off, I bet money they're a schizophrenic. And we've had a lot of uh, stories in the past where people get shot by the cops, and then there's the proclamation that, no, no, wait, wait, he's mentally ill. Meanwhile, the guy is abling uh, to swing a knife around. Yeah. So we have to disable him yeah. physically as well as mentally. <laughs> yeah. Mm. It's a problem because they're trained to clear to recognize clear and present danger. They're not trained to let go. Listen, are you suffering from any kind of delusions? Yeah, because like they can't get into all that. There's no time. You're about to get stabbed. Well, there's a way to solve that problem. If you're a mother and you have a, a psychotic son who shouldn't be a- handling knives, you put the knives in the drawer and you write a little note on it and says, "Anybody who's psychotic, do not open this drawer." Yeah. Schizophrenic, stay out. Yeah, if you're a schizophrenic, if you're the schizophrenic one in this family, please do not open this drawer. Yeah, little note. Look over there, and then you don't. It's like he's just off on a fucking yeah. rabbit hole. Right. Type of uh, Mesa was type of person uh, people in the neighborhood tend to avoid. Said Rodriguez. They <laughs> 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 tend to avoid him. Yeah, I, I can see why he's punching people for shrugging. He's been friends with Rivers for 25 years, so I guess uh, he assaulted an individual last year, sliced him in the face. So what's he doing on the street again, Rodriguez said. We didn't see him for a month, but then he was back home. What's the point? Well, I mean, a month for slashing somebody in the face, if he did get that. I'm sure he was held for psychiatric evaluation or something, but... Yeah, that's that's way longer than most people get for slashing anybody in the face these days. And the problem is ban all knives again. Why does he have a knife? Why? Why is he able to buy a knife? Did he have a permit for that knife? Yeah, he's just carrying a knife around. Does he not know this is New York City? No knives. Yep. They're they're all for knives. They're dangerous. You know, the, the, Who's you know, they? The, the people who make laws. <laughs> OK, because because machetes okay. are legal. Yes, they are. They, uh, didn't you hear that? Bad act, I've but he's legal. Machetes. Oh, bu- oh, machete. Machete. We didn't like cross sh- the border. people in the face. Thank you. The border crossed us. <laughs> <laughs> the border. Yeah, I we didn't want to be here. <laughs> I know, I Sorry, right. I got. No, I, I missed no, your, no, no. I missed your <laughs> machete reference. <laughs> Mike Machete. When I was when I was a kid, I was the tallest kid in my in class in the second grade. I was nineteen. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> A memorial. Uh, see, how come he hasn't cut anybody's head off yet? Not no, schizophrenic, no knife. Yep. A memorial to him outside his apartment <laughs> building included a poster board with, <laughs> uh, with his photo on it. Messages from loved ones. Two empty bottles of cognac. Oh. That's what he wanted, empty bottles of cognac. Right. Well, he just liked a bottle. <laughs> when you see... When you see when you when you give them the empty bottle, that's ghost wine. Yeah, they can uh, drink the empty bottle. Yeah, we 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 done drank it, but uh, we pissed on the damn thing. <laughs> Fifty prayer candles, at least. Rodriguez described uh, uh, Mayor uh, Rivers. Man, there's a lot of names in this. As the mayor of the neighborhood, whenever someone passed by, he'd always say hi and good morning. That's what the neighbor does. No. That's what the mayor does. Mayor neighbor. 
He's the mayor neighbor. <laughs> the mayor. Our mayor doesn't even do that. He lives in the neighborhood. Oh, oh, oh nice one. He said if anyone needed help with their grocery bags, he's the one helping them. God damn the mayor. Here comes the mayor. <laughs> comes I'm the, I'm distraught. My favorite one of my favorite uh musicians, John Mayer. Yeah. One of your favorite comedians? All right. <laughs> Sennhauser. <laughs> All right. All Mike right. Mike Bachetti. Hanging cra- <laughs> crazy. You see the guy one day. And he's gone the next. I'll I'll never see his smile again. Gay, but I get it. Yeah, I get it. It's bad when somebody dies, and uh, all uh, all our love. All I'm sending all my love, which is not true. If you not if a you, lot. If you dig him up, you'll be able to see him smile again. Yeah, just all you got to do is you need a shovel. Yep, and uh, you need a lot of spare time. Fifty Cent is in the news because he didn't shy away from speaking out on the plight of a high-profile, violent Brooklyn pastor being robbed during a live-stream church service. Man, the multi-hyphenate producer, that's <laughs> 50 Cent is a multi-hyphenate producer, gave, mm-hmm. a, gave a candid reaction to seeing Bishop Lamar Whitehead and his wife have more than $1 million worth of jewelry snatched by masked uh, individuals, and a masked, uh, by masked robbers. I don't know if you're aware of this situation. It comes to us from BET.com. Oh, yeah, that's the, the journalistic of note. Yeah, I, it, it's, it's the, uh, yeah, it, exactly. It's the black paper of record, <laughs> the, the uh, <laughs> BET.com. It's a worth of uh, snatched by mass gunman. Now, meanwhile, back in New York, they rob in the church while it's in service. What the fuck? That's he crazy. Wrote, alongside footage of the incident. How about that? I mean, they robbed the fucking church tur- right there in the church. Yeah. Like a, it's a lot of jewelry to be fucking wearing, though. I mean, you're a pastor. You're supposed to be somewhat humble. Yeah, but not those guys. Those guys feel. I mean, that's the whole point, you know. Yeah. Being a pastor, I mean, pastors in the south as well, as well as as well as pastors in the north. You know, a lot of these guys, they love to uh, they love to show how good Lord the bless the Lord blesses them. Yeah. I'm blessed. I I got to the point. I finally reached that that height, that mountaintop, and I screamed. I said, "Give me that jewelry." Mm. Mm-mm, give me those give me those chains and those and those rings and those yeah. necklaces. Mm. The Lord has rewarded me. It's finally. The my Lord tells me he he goes to the jewelry store and buys this shit yeah. with the church money, I'm right. sure. How much money do you make as a preacher? You're not enough to Dude, buy these one people, million dollars worth of fucking jewelry. People want to get to heaven, they'll give you a whole bunch of money on Sunday. They need to be investigated. Meanwhile, back in New York, as I said, they robbing people. That's a 50 cents qu- uh, comment that he wrote. According to NPR now, there there were no injuries reported during the armed theft. In fact, a couple of lives were saved. <laughs> Hallelujah. They're afterlives. <laughs> Whitehead chased the three masked men outside of the church and claimed they got into a white Mercedes Benz before changing clothes. <laughs> No arrest. Here they are, driving off in a Mercedes Benz. A white man's Mercedes Benz. Driving off in the German car. The Germans are, they have a reputation for. German engineering. (laughs) Leather seats. All Corinthian leather interior. One of those warmers underneath for the wintertime. Hallelujah. Keep your soul warm. Did he need my million dollars worth of jewelry? I don't think so pastor went viral when he brushed off comments about living an excessive lifestyle it's not about me being flashy <laughs> it's about me purchasing what i want to purchase and it, showing everybody it's at church. my prerogative to purchase what i want to purchase i don't deny that if I, if i worked hard for it i can purchase what i want to purchase see he worked hard 
It's a lot of work talking to people funny, for right? an hour, right? Yeah, he's not. Yeah, it can be tough. It can be tough. But you got an audience it? there. You don't even have to be funny. You got to be exciting, I guess. You got to be holy. You got to be fucking. You got to make them believe. It's got to be a show. It, you do have to put on a show. You have to make them believe something they already believe. Right. You don't even have to be persuasive. Right. It's kind of like you're. It's kind of like that's your audience. A preacher is the easiest fucking job there is. You're you preaching to the choir. You're everybody Literally. who shows up. No, people don't show up going. Yeah, make me believe. Yeah. That's how they do you know, with us. Make me laugh. Yeah. What? I had a bad day. Nobody goes, make me, come on, make me believe in Jesus. <laughs> I'm not true, believing it. But it's true. Heard it. <laughs> it's true. We really got to, like, we our, our job, 90% of our job is convincing somebody of yeah. something. Yeah. I quote from Second Timothy. <laughs> Shit. Tim- I fucked up. Timothy. I quote from Timothy 2, book 31. Stale. That ain't it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but when black people believe they really give it they, up well, they, they give it up so he got the blade now i always see people wearing chains outside their clothing you know they they have big gold uh, uh bracelets or whatever you're kind of asking for it whether you're doing church walking down the street in the subway yeah you or if you're wearing an expensive pair of shoes you're doing that to show people that you are a muggable yeah. You're, you're, you know, you're dumb. Yeah. You're, you're flashy. Dangling a million dollars worth of jewelry around. Right. He don't do it to be flashy, though. No, he, he purchased what he want to purchase. Yeah. He doesn't want to purchase sensible shoes. When I, <laughs> when I don't want to purchase something, I don't purchase it. <laughs> These alligator shoes are comfortable. Look at the jewelry I didn't buy. <laughs> yeah. Which one is the greater? Judge a man by the jewelry he does not buy <laughs> and not the jewelry that he has within himself. I mean, it's just like such. This is like a parable right out of the fucking Bible oh, or some crazy. shit, you know. Like there was a preacher who had a lot of jewelry, and it got stolen. Now, if he was a man of God, he'd be like, "Let them take forth my right. fucking jewelry. Yeah. I'm not happy about it, but go in peace. For my soul is my salvation unto the heaven, given to the needy, even if they just take it. <laughs> given to the needy. <laughs> I was thinking of that um, that line from uh, uh, what's his name, the fat black guy from Brooklyn rapper who died. I got a, you don't have to be greedy, baby. I got enough to feed the needy. Uh, I don't know. Oh, what is it? CeeLo? <laughs> <laughs> no, he was the big one. He got shot by Tupac. What's his name? Oh, you're talking about Biggie Smalls? Biggie Smalls, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah and saying. if you don't know, now you know. Yo, needy. <laughs> needy. He's got a great line. He goes, <laughs> Nita, Nita. Needy. He goes, I, you don't have to be greedy. I got enough to feed the needy. It's true. It's a line right out of the fucking Bible. When I saw that's, I think you just, I think that's from Thessalonians. <laughs> yeah, I saw them come into the sanctuary with their guns. I told everybody, get down. And they all started uh, dancing. Yeah, oh God. <laughs> yes. They started <laughs> boogieing. Praise the Lord. It's like the Blues Brothers. Uh, with the fucking trampoline and shit. Yeah, yeah. Whitehead said that they uh, said after the incident, according to NBR, I don't know if they wanted to shoot the church up. I didn't know if they wanted to shoot the church up or if they were just coming for a robbery. But I did know after they took my jewelry that they were coming for a robbery and they were coming specifically for me. <laughs> I don't have, this is show jewelry. He, uh, by the way, he owns a mortgage and real estate companies too. Uh, it's the Leaders of Tomorrow International Church. Right, right. Could have been a couple of congregants robbing him, you know. Yeah, Leaders of Tomorrow. Well, I think I'm on the side of the robbers on that one. Right here. This is the bishop. Yeah. 
Bishop Lamar Whitehead. I believe this guy, yeah, he's been in the news recently, too, because, like, uh, there was a guy, he's got close ties to the mayor. Oh. Yeah. He describes, uh, he, in fact, he describes Eric Adams, the mayor, as his former mentor. Oh. And he's where he just got fucking robbed. Ah, oh, that's too bad. He's a friend of the mayor. And the Lord that. said, you got to get before you get got. The Lord said, escargo. And My cargo. And the Lord said, escargo. Look at that escargo. <laughs> the Lord said, My Lord. And the Lord said, never get high on your own supply. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Can't you see? Uh-huh. <laughs> they targeted him. He heads that leaders of Tomorrow International Churches. He's known for flashy displays of wealth. He's known for it. He describes, uh, like I said, the mayor as his mentor. And, and he, he recounted the robbery. In a video on Instagram, why not? Why the fuck not? Let's hear about the robbery. Oh, look at that outfit. I ain't afraid of you, motherfucker. Not recounting much so far. Come on, dude. Anytime now. Trying to oh he's it was a live oh it's a long ass live stream so he's like waiting for people to come on before he starts. He looks like a like a Chinaman from the 1800s. Oh. Okay, he's got the uh, the railroad. I want a fuchsia top. <laughs> Look at these stuff. He's wearing that. Uh, he's wearing like the the coolie outfit. Look at that outfit. Hey everybody, how y'all doing? <laughs> <clears throat> Let's get to it. Church, because see, when you're a shepherd, right, you have to lead your sheep. You have to lead your sheep, and you have to protect your sheep. And when I seen the armed men come in, you know, it was specifically for me. Um, it was specifically for me and, um, and of course, my wife. And when I seen them come into the sanctuary with their guns, I told everybody, get out. Everybody just get out, right? Everybody get out. I didn't know if they wanted to shoot uh, the church up or um, if they... Um, they said they were coming for me. Yeah, he said he knew and they were he, coming for him. And I didn't know if they were going to shoot the church up. <laughs> well, just coming for a robbery. And um, they were all black. robbery. Stay from the shootout. <clears throat> and um, they had Stay masks, the but I can see their face. Um, and they came in and um, they. Uh, Boring. Right. Oh, yeah, this guy, this, slow, this, guy read. this is the guy that is, is uh, blinging it with, with his reverend. Yeah. I mean, he could have, like, really spiced that up. Well, you see, people. You see, I heard a disturbance. Yeah, he goes into Cosby. Well, the robbery comes in the damn church. Just, uh, get back on jewelry. <laughs> you can take the jewelry, don't take and the pudding. He put the thing in the thing with the thing, and it told me to put it in the thing, and I put it in the thing, and it told me. Oh, I mean, I'd listen to that motherfucker all day. Yeah, That's you would do that. So funny. Talking about his robbery. Oh, <laughs> you see, my sheep are my people. My people are the sheep. They call the sheep. Don't get sheared by the damn wolf coming in with the guns, you see. I'm the shepherd. <laughs> You're the sheep. Shepherd sheep. If only. The police are now searching for a group of robbers. Who wanted? They're wanted for breaking lottery play machines, stealing cash in Port Richmond. Mm. Oh, they said poor, oh, wait, poor Richmond. This is from Philadelphia. Don't care. Never mind. We're not doing Philly. I thought Port, I thought Port Richmond was like in fucking uh, what do you call it? Long uh, Island. Yeah, or yeah, Long Island or maybe uh, Staten. 
Have you seen him? A Manhattan sex predator wanted in two ambush attacks. <laughs> well, if you have, you probably would know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you've seen him, your pussy hurts. <laughs> NYPD is hunting a man. They say sexually attacked two women in Manhattan an hour apart. Wow. I mean, that's commitment. Like, he, he, he drove an hour out. To get uh, to get to the the second woman, yeah, I don't guess it's. You what would I think mean. you would be able to maybe talk yourself out of it a half an hour in. You're like, fuck this, like, I'm tired. This is bullshit. I'm going back. Yeah, he's got that second woman all planned out. <laughs> it's not just a woman who <laughs> had an hour within yeah. an hour. Throwing, he threw both of them down to the ground in terrifying scenes. One of which was captured on video. Ooh, of course it was. Well, um, somebody filmed it and, and instead of helping. God, well, yeah. I no, mean, I'm sure it was a. I'm sure it was Google a good. Earth. A good Probably just like a moderate Samaritan, a neutral Samaritan. Yeah. What about all the? There's a lot of neutral Samaritans. <laughs> really? Are. I think we're all neutral Samaritans <laughs> at this point. I know I've definitely been a neutral Samaritan on the subway. Well, you know, somebody jumps. So if you jump in, you're like, and and it's like a white guy attacking a black woman or mm. the other way around. Whichever one you attack may be wrong, and then you're going at. You could be going up for a hate crime. You can only do it if, with people of your race. Really? I think. I, I mean. It, I think I think you can only a, be a good Samaritan with people of your race, a, a, against people of your race. Right. So if you mean like if you see somebody. a black person attacking a white person, you don't need to be involved. You don't need to be involved. Or if I, you, uh, no, you should uh, you should get a black guy to help him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They. You but then it gets sexy. Yeah. Two or three black guys get involved with a white girl, and then all of a sudden, you know, everyone else is jerking on, jerking off, watching. It, it's like, wow, this is exciting yeah. cuck porn we're watching here. Yeah. Where's your husband? How can he see this? Is he always voyeuring someplace? Uh, he'll you know? clean you up. Don't worry, he'll get it. He'll get back in there. I don't know how bad these attacks were. I'm trying to see this uh, one on on the fucking uh, deal here, but you know, you no, see, you know we're loading up, Garrett. Here can we load go. that up. Yeah, Garrett, load Fucking women on, on a buddy. bicycle, he, attacking he them, and then using the bike to make his getaway. Police say that suspect struck Bicycle. at least twice early on Saturday morning. The first time on the Upper West Side. This was caught on surveillance, as you see. The a second, wild. about an hour later, in the East Village. Give me that one. Eric Byfield is live at the scene of that first He's attack. wearing black. With we the details and what people need to watch out for. Erica. Hi there, Adam. Well, that attack here on the Upper West Side happened on the sidewalk here behind me. From what witnesses are telling us, they say that that woman was walking off in that direction and she got pulled to the ground as she approached those yellow plates. Video from early Saturday shows the man on a bike lurking behind a 23-year-old woman. It's 4 a.m. As she walks up Central Park West, just past 2nd Street, that guy that we just saw tugs her down. She fights, but police say that he oh. overpowers her, and eventually he touches her inappropriately. Mohammed has been a doorman for a building in this high-end part of Manhattan for nearly 30 years. I'm the doorman. entrance and the Natural History Museum are right here. Very busy, but the morning... Time is very quiet, especially in the four in the morning. Police say the man on that bike struck again about an hour later. Now they said he did it on the Lower East Side. I think it's terrible. I really do. Nothing like this ever happened here before. What the hell do they think she's going to say? I think it's great. She thinks it's amazing. I think it's great. Yeah. Well, she could have been lying. Detectives you know, say it happened. If you're walking home at 4 in the morning, you're a 23 year old girl with a little skirt. What was she wearing? Girl, good what, luck. What, what was she wearing? And near 4th Street and Avenue A. They believe a man on an electronic bicycle approached a 28 year old woman from behind, and you know threatened her with bicycle? a knife, wrestled Lesser. her to the ground, and then forced her into a sexual act. Well, we know what he does for a living. 
<laughs> I think that's that's horrible, and that's really scary. Both women left with physical and emotional me. injuries. Police say that they went to the hospital for treatment after the attack. The man detectives are looking for was last seen in these dark clothes riding that bike in the vicinity of the Lower East Side attack. You never see anybody that looks like that. Mm -mm. New nope. Yorkers downtown like Uptown on edge. This is like frightening because usually people said that's not going to happen to my neighborhood. This is the Central Park full of people all day. This is the museum. Right. All day? Central Park has been a rape uh, mecca for the past 40 Happening right now, the NYPD says it's hunting for not one. Yeah, this is the moment it was laid. I'm sure. If you hang out at, in, in if you hang out in Central Park at any time in the in the early morning to the late night, you are risking your life. Do so. not go to Grand. Do not go to Central Park unless you're going there to rape someone. Yeah, because then it's a pretty good place. It's pretty safe if you're raping somebody. Yeah, but other than that. Two violent sexual predators in the boroughs. They're wanted in at least five attacks. Police have released Ooh. some surveillance video and a sketch of one of the suspects. Now, in all of the cases, officers say the men grab the women from behind and then take off on a bike or a scooter. News Force Melissa Colorado live on the Upper West Side with the latest on this search. Yeah, it's me. Hi, oh. how are you? I'm, I'm Melissa Colorado. Well, Natalie, that's that name. search is now spanning two boroughs, Manhattan and Brooklyn, where police annoyed. say this man that's has it. attacked at least two women so far. But as you can see right behind me, police have posted flyers with pictures of this alleged sexual predator who police say has a pattern. They say he follows women from behind and strikes when no one is watching. Best way to follow somebody. Right. We desperately need them. The police, we desperately need them around, yes. Police say this man who looks straight at an MTA camera in Brooklyn guys, is one of two sexual predators on the run. Investigators are tying yeah. the scooter rider to two separate attacks. Son, the first happened last Wednesday business. on West 69th Street. My police business say is rape this is and rape and business is good. in his mid-20s running away after assaulting a 33-year-old woman. Our community is the north. So. They're there to help each other. Oh, Are you worried about going old. out at night? Of course, we don't go out anymore at night. You know that, and, exactly and what she was doing was. Fast forward three Hello. days Hello. later. Hello. It's Saturday go. morning, just before six. Police say this is the same suspect hopping the turnstile. Yep. You didn't even. That, that's the real Carol Street subway station. Our, ta our taxpayers' pockets. Two seventy-five, motherfucker, and that's all. That there's more times than that. I guarantee you. See if they were still take if they were still fucking stopping people for this. Right. Maybe they catch this guy. It would have, yeah, it would have been a serious offense back then. You know, you, it was once something. It was a way to catch people doing other things, right? But you can't do that like, now, like, like, like rape, like rape. It was an, but that was an arrestable offense. Remember when you used to jump the turnstile? I mean, not you. I'm I got, I got, I got a ticket for sense. beating the fair one time. Yeah. Yeah, sixty-five dollar ticket or eighty dollar ticket. Yeah, might as well. You might as well get raped. <laughs> Talking about getting raped. I mean, because I paid every other time. I, I'm telling you, at one time I did it and got caught. Yeah. And uh, but these days it's like they yeah. won't even, they won't stop you. Well, the thing is, you're I mean, you could kill yourself doing that. There's people who die. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we talked about that uh, today too on the Anthony Cumia show. Oh, really? And the, we did it on your show. The guy, the guy, break his neck. Yeah, he fucking flipping got over the thing. Jesus, he fell so hard and did he, that he died. Yeah. Uh, so there's apparently these two people too. So there's uh, sexual assaults in general. Are not really, you know, I, I don't, I, they go up, they seem to go up, but it's because they redefined rape, for one thing, which, which now it's just, di now digital penetration counts. Digital. You're getting a little of this. Uh, you I know. think you meant like on the, like, CGI. Right. It's not an analog rape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, 
yeah, uh, and and also because of me too. You know, now it's like everything's fucking. Oh yeah, I jump out of the bushes. Rape is always rape, but like right. I'm talking about the other kind. Like nobody says like, oh wait a second. I mean, uh, how do you how do we know that you didn't want it? I mean, we say it, but mm-hmm. but only ironically. And now, sure, uh, it's mostly ironic when we do that. Yeah, I mean, if a woman changes her mind. The next day, that's not rape. Yeah, that's just that was a bad that was a bad decision. You think anybody ever like a had a jump out of the bushes rape and they go and report it and they go get a fucking rape kit and everything yeah. and they, and go to the police station and then the next morning wake up and and they're like, fuck. Or rather, what if they get raped and they don't do any of that shit and then they wake up in the morning and go, you know what, I'm not too happy with that. <laughs> like the first one, you're like, I was kind of liked it. I was a little drunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was a little drunk. It seemed fun at the time. Yeah, but. yeah. It could be there could be a, a change of opinion on the other end of the spectrum. You could be like, well, you know. Uh, it, maybe it was my fault. I was I was walking around Grand Cent- uh, yeah. Central Park and changing back the other the way. Right? <laughs> but also, you got to think think of it this way: she knew there was a guy behind them. Obviously, the guy was doing circles around her on the bike. So her mentality was: if I don't get out of here fast, if I don't cross the street, I'm not a racist. I'm just he's just a guy. Yeah. Just because he's black doesn't mean he's gonna hurt me. Yeah. I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna show my friends on at brunch on Sunday that I did something good for for uh, society. And then the black guy uh, raped her. Yeah. Well, you know something too. That's it, it's it's. I always try to tell certain people in my life that you know cross the street if you see some people that you don't like mm-hmm. that look like that look like you know it, and forget about race. Don't feel guilty for protecting yourself. Your little pussy is, is you know, that's your number one priority, not anti-racism. Right. Not that she's, you know, not that there's rapists lurking everywhere and they're black and everything. And that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying that, like. When they do You lurk. get a gut instinct. <laughs> when there are rapists lurking. You. Yeah, that if they are lurking. And, and the guy with the bike, I feel he's testing her to see how close he can sort of, like, get her acclimated to his presence, you right, know, and right, like so that right. she's not, like freaking out when he rides up behind her like the way a shark kind of like takes a little nibble yeah we'll test by it yeah see if he wants to attack you just like ride by the bike and like squeeze the titty and act like it was just nothing (laughs) squeeze the titty he's he's just feeling you out well there's one case here where the uh this this one got held down and fucking sexually assaulted oh goody and he he ran off on foot and he was seen a short time later traveling southbound uh west on an electric bicycle the victim also had abrasions to her body was taken to a hospital what about when they don't just rape though because that happens too sometimes for instance uh this this uh, an an attempted rape when it included a little robbery rape robber gonna rape rob you Rape and rob are going to rape and gonna rape and rob. New York City thief. Uh, see, I think he's a New York City rape attempted rapist who also stole. So New York City thief <laughs> attempted to rape woman he robbed. And he robbed a woman he attempted to rape. Another girl in her early 20s. For this white male suspect. Mm, that's, you have to say that when it's a white guy. It comes it's front and center it's, on now. It's man bites dog. All of a sudden, <laughs> this is the exception. <laughs> man bites dog. I mean, if you want to look at it that way, yeah, that's what makes it news. A white man. Yes, you're not going to believe this shit. Yeah, I know. It says for this white male suspect, robbery wasn't enough. Oh, robbery wasn't enough. Now you had to rape her. Now you had to you had to get physical, and and New York City police detectives have reported the unknown male. It's an unknown male. Uh, they uh, unknown males do a lot of fucking crimes. What is a male? 
What, who knows? What do I look like? A fucking biologist, a statistician, uh, to rape a woman. He attempted to rape a woman inside this unknown white male uh, inside her apartment as he robbed her of her wallet. Eleven <laughs> forty on a Sunday, Manhattan, in the area of East One Hundred Eleventh Street, or excuse me, East Eleventh Street and Third Avenue, not far from beautiful Chelsea. The man forcibly pushed a twenty-three-year-old woman into her apartment, stole her wallet, and attempted to rape her. I don't know what what's it look like to attempt to rape somebody. You have to have your dick out, and it won't get hard. You're trying to get it. Hard. I couldn't get him. I couldn't get on hard on. There's no way trying to rape a woman no. could not do it. No. If she's not willing, I'm just like I couldn't do it. I I can't even fuck a woman if I think she's doing it just to appease me. If she's just trying to like, <laughs> I, I can't even fuck a woman then. I'm like, I can't do it. Yeah, you're, you're mentally not involved. You're, you're, just, you're out of it now. There's a lot of that when you're married. Oh, for sure. Oh, you're preaching to the choir. I've been married three times, and in every marriage, it's come to that point. It's like she's like, all right, you know. Yeah, I guess just, we'll do it. You can. You what a turn worry. on. Like, what a turn on. Yeah, that what is. a turn on. Yeah. Okay, go for it. Yeah, whatever. Don't worry about me. Luckily, yeah. he was unsuccessful and fled. Well, I like how he. Luckily for who? <laughs> Isn't that a little yeah. subjective? I mean, luckily for her, she wasn't raped, but uh, no, but not luckily for him. I like how they kind of word it in a way where he was he robbed her, and then he was like, "What am I forgetting? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> what was I gonna say? You know what? He starts to go away, but he, you know what? The <laughs> Larry David. Just spit, I'm just spitballing here. Um, how would how would it be? What's what's your stance on rape? I mean, can I rape you? Can I not rape you? I mean, uh, <laughs> you know, you never know in these situations, situations like this. I don't even. What's the what's protocol? It would bother me if I was. We already. I'm already here. I'm not gonna come back and do and rape you. I wanted if if I'm here. Can I consolidate? Is yeah, all I'm saying. I'm saying it's not raping. It's consolidating. Do, do I have to go back and come back? <laughs> he was later captured on. Uh, camera spending her money in a nearby bodega oh. see that's weird. i guess they just look at the camera footage later mm-hmm. forcibly pushed her into her apartment <laughs> they do look at the camera footage later they do it's true yeah that is true <laughs> <laughs> they definitely look at the camera footage. it's not like they're monitoring it going oh there he is now he's in the store <laughs> yeah you want to go get him that's nah, right yeah, he, he was unsuccessful and fled. Later, uh, and we all know what it's like to try to fuck a woman and it's unsuccessful and you flee. And flee, sure. Yeah. Or you fuck a woman successfully and, and you gotta flee. flee. <laughs> <laughs> he was gonna flee either way. Right. She was like, where are you going? He had pocket money. It's like, I'm gonna go down and uh, hail an Uber. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> Forcibly push her into her apartment. That's a bad thing. Bad. Because don't 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 recommend it. Because once if you're raped at home, you can't even escape the crime scene. You know <laughs> where are you gonna go? Yeah, I just every, every, go to Central Park. Go to Central Park. Every time I'm in the kitchen now, I can think <laughs> of guess rape. Yeah, you can't get away from the rape in your head mentally. Right, right. It's funny. Good point. Isn't that funny? That's yeah, good. It's good. It's f- it makes it. It it's, makes it all worth it. it. It's really. It's really a funny thought. The woman. The way the woman feels in her apartment now yeah. is that she got raped in it. Yeah. I, uh, well, she's I, getting, look, now I, she's getting raped by two people in her apartment, her landlord and her and the guy. Yeah, if she could, you know what? If she could choose one, free apartment for life yeah, for the rape or, or pay twenty two fifty uh, for fucking half a studio. Yep. And, uh, you know. Yeah, who's not speaking from experience here, of course. Oh, no. <laughs> How about a dice game? Hey, it's, I'm in Harlem. And we're, we're going all the way up to... 
uh, for the dice game. Uh, now, the, this uh, apparently somebody killed, fatally shot in her on early Saturday when the, when the dice game was going on. Uh, that's a Friday night late. Saturday night. 